and gentlemen, welcome to the Edge of Thought. I'm ready. I got myself um, a thing called a margarita. Hi. Howdy. Rock and roll. Are, are you sure? I hear really loudly. Jordan. Don't hear it all. You can turn me down specifically on your side. Oh, no. Sorry. I still had you on mute for some reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I know it's not a problem with me because I can hear myself loud and clear. Okay. We're all good? Are we? Perfect. As good as I'm going to be. Okay, let's okay. sound off. So I hear Jordan really loud and clear. And Michelle, you're very faint. That's because I'm like right up near this microphone and she's sitting back. Is that better? Yes. Is, yeah, is that better? It, oh, if it's more between you two. <laughs> Just put on someone's knee. I'll know. move. Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Loud and clear. And am I too loud? Nope, you're perfect too. Thank you. Oh, wow. So what are you what guys a are doing right there? Keep doing it. Doing it. You gotta be careful, Michelle. She's making moves on your on your man. She's saying he's perfect. That's right. Jessica doesn't like beards. <laughs> True story. <laughs> That's also like I've never met the right one. I just have to meet the person before he grows the beard, I think. That's what I did. <laughs> I had a beard, didn't I? No. Yeah, I, I mean, he did. No, he didn't. When he no, first started, he was beardless. Beard. I'm pretty sure Jordan had a beard when I first. Yeah, he did. He's had a beard ever since, like, I was born. A month into our relationship, pretty much. That's how you get the girls. You show them your cute little baby face, and then you're like, <laughs> nah, I'm going to show you what a real man. <laughs> See? Well, I guess that's how it needs to happen with me. All right. Fall in love with the babies, except the beard. Yeah. <laughs> because I would never like break up with the guy just because he decides to grow a beard. Like, well, I hope not because <laughs> it's it's not really a, a man's choice. It just kind of happens. Yeah. I would break up with someone if he decided to grow dreads. Would you? Yeah, I would. Is it just because I think it's the fact that you can't dreads. wash your hair when you have dreads that's grossing them out? Because yeah. he's, ma he's making a really grossed out face right now. That For at least like the good sense. couple weeks. Is it because you don't want to grab onto it in bed? No, because you can't wash it. Yeah. And, and, and it gets all greasy. Oh my gosh, so greasy. <laughs> and no, like a lot of people get mold in their dreads. Ew! And then they start smelling homeless. No one wants me out. I like that you said stop smelling homeless. Someone cut off their dreads with all like dandruff and grossness and dried flaky mold. Yeah, and you know what? If someone's listening and you have dreads and you can prove us wrong, then just let us know. Send us a smellogram. Oh, were we recording already? Is this what's going on? Yeah, we're recording at eight. <laughs> okay, well, that's fantastic. I'm sure it can be edited out. If no. not... I hope we didn't offend anyone. Sorry. And you I can do prove hope the we fact did. that your dreads aren't moldy and gross and smelly and not full of yeah. dandruff. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I don't like dreads. You guys didn't say anything about dreads. Yeah. But if you want to apologize for it anyway. <laughs> I feel if I haven't offended somebody by the end of this episode, then I've not done my job. Okay, well, maybe <laughs> we should all introduce ourselves. I think we should go around and do that. How are we going to go around? Are we all sitting in the circle? If, if everybody's still sticking with us at five minutes in, you have no idea who the fuck we are. Let's start with the cardinal compass. So the people North. north north goes first. What? Wait, what? What? Say that again? Let's go around the compass. <laughs> north is first. So north oh is first? Why did yes. you describe the ring? Okay, so north side. Which one of you is more north? <laughs> it would be either Jordan or Michelle. Okay, sorry. Jordan's being very distracting at the moment. What did you say? I am trying to play the plant fan flute. So that's Jordan. I'm Michelle. Please take away the pan flute. I'm Nathaniel. 
think he's grabbing the rain stick, though. Oh, God. What? Okay. Oh. Okay, so, uh, sorry, I'm Jessica. <laughs> nice <laughs> to meet you all, and welcome to the Edge of Thought. I don't recall just... voting on that name. I'm going to cue some sort of thing. You just didn't vote, so we chose it. <laughs> yeah, no one said anything. We are just like, yeah, it seemed like the common consensus. We can always I think change it. I can go back and re-record. <laughs> it's fine. I, I want I wanted everybody to be concluded in everything. Included. Included. No, concluded. Concluded. Finished, then. We have resolved and yes. done. <laughs> our thesis. Okay. So, so I don't I don't I don't think we've discussed what our, our uh we've discussed our topic, but we haven't discussed what the name of our episode is going to be. We have names of episodes? Is it gonna be just an episode? Is it a case? Is it a number? You guys were thinking about this way more formally than I I just saw it. Episode one. Oh, no. We're we're doing this, lady. Episode one. Spontaneous human combustion. Fatty fat. Gonna burn. (laughs) Gonna burn your bodies from the inside out. So if if anyone... If anyone hasn't really researched spontaneous human combustion, I, I urge you to do that. It's quite an interesting topic. Um, a lot of cases yeah. going back from like the 14th century to something that happened even like two years ago. Yeah, I was really, really surprised at really the earliest one. I was late. Like, yeah, I was really. Please continue. So, um, basically, I guess I, I'll just start off with it then. <laughs> uh, well, the most. I, do have a history. Okay. So, Do you want to start off with history, history then, Jess? Yeah, because it's very oh. brief, and maybe you can follow up with it. Sure. If there's anything that I may have missed, because I just went through like a general when it started. Well, so who wants to define it? I think Michelle just did. I don't think she actually got that far. Okay, well, well she went I'll, into the I'll... history of it. A general <laughs> synopsis, milady. Basically, spontaneous human combustion is exactly how it sounds. Is that spontaneously you combust and your entire body burns, commonly leaving behind ash uh, with very little little remnants of anything else burning around you. That's wrong. Yeah, that part's fucked. Yeah, you're yeah. very wrong because a lot of the stuff that I've been reading, there's lots of remnants of stuff being burned. Oh, well, we're not debunking so the- yet. So basically there's there's evidence of like maybe the, the chair that you're sitting on that is slightly burned. There's usually above you is kind of burned and covered in foot, but the immediate area around, sometimes your foot's just left and it's not burned or scorched or anything like that. But there's yeah. but that's also because it probably started at leg level. <laughs> so basically that's the gist of what spontaneous human combustion is. Um it's kind of weird. There's lots of different kind of cases that are kind of surrounding it. Some of them are a little bit more logical as to how they might happen and some not so much. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so the history is that spontaneous human combustion. Um, it just describes a situation like you, Michelle, was saying, um, in which a person's body is believed to catch fire and burn rapidly. So that's what I thought was weird because it's like it happens so quick. And they're being reduced to ashes in a matter of, like, moments. And then they usually say that the point of ignition is inside someone's body. And it's a very superstitious topic because no one really understood. And it was widely accepted that it was just because of high alcohol content inside of somebody's body. So because they were just, the alcoholism was so bad, they would just, like, spontaneously burst into flames. And yeah. the first account was like in the 1600s when a man uh, found his wife burned to death in bed in 1613. And at that time, they knew that it would take considerable amounts of wood to create a fire that could burn hot enough to burn a human body. So the fact that the people were being burned to ashes or on undamaged floors, like you were saying, like there's little, nothing's really being burned around it other than like immediate area. Um, so it all just seemed like supernatural, like it was like witches or something. <laughs> also, I want to jump in there. It's 870 degrees Celsius. 
for two hours to cremate a person or 1600 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty hot. Well, yeah, but like that, those temperatures, like you can, there are definitely ways in nature that human beings and everything around them could get like vaporized in an instant. Like it happens in when burning buildings, like a, I think it's actually literally called like a heat wall where it's a pocket of air that has been superheated to well over like that, like that stuff does happen. So it's not, it's not inconceivable Mm -hmm. that but yeah. because back in 1613, they were like, what? It's the devil. You can do it. Maybe then, huh? The strange thing is, is that it's it starts from the inside out. That's been one of the major weird things that have, have come well, across. And they, it, they only think that, though. Yeah. Like, that's how they started to think about that. So that's, like, widely accepted. Um, there's this dude named Johann Joachim Becher. He first proposed the idea that there was um, that there had to be a basic element that caused the combustion. So this mm-hmm. element would be released when an object burned, and the more of it, the more fierce the fire. So it was also believed that the purpose of um, purpose of this respiration for us to breathing people thought that us breathing was to exhale this element so i guess they're thinking about like co2 which i, I don't know what really... they, they believed in at that point in time when it comes to elements and stuff well i don't know if they really understood what the element yeah. was just that it was an element there had to be something there so they were starting to think about i think what they called um like um Phlogiston, P H L O G I S T O N. It's like how people think we're made of element. Yeah, so they thought like something was the cause, so there has to be an element there for it to happen. Yeah, so that's how it first came to be. Um, and they never actually started investigating what human combustion was until 100 years later in 1731. Um, there was this lady, Countess de Bondi. Um, she was reduced to ashes in her room one morning, and they didn't understand why. So that it was like she got up from her bed and was opening the window and didn't make it to the window. I remember reading about that one, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, so in that one, it just spawned so much speculation that they actually started to think about what was going on. But, like, a hundred years? You have to be careful with that. Like, like you have to think, though, like, how much of that account is hyperbole, right? Like, Yeah. Because, like, cause what, if one of the common themes is that, like, uh, appendages that are... Uh, distal to the body so basically any like anything from like your mid upper arm and leg to the end of that limb is some is usually left over like the feet or the hand or like hands on the arms of the chair yeah but that makes it's perfect sense like the, there's less for, for, yeah for like the for combustion. not that there's less fat on it it's dependent on where the combustion happens and fire and heat rises. So if you're sitting down and you drop uh, a lit match on your pants, yeah, exactly. you're not going to burn your legs. You're going to burn your upper body. Yes, I am agreeing with you. <laughs> so, so no, but it's just weird how, if it was outside first, how it would not burn anything else and jump to anything else, how it would just settle in the fat of a human body. Well, there's another theory. And this was a lot more fun. Is ball lightning? And ball lightning oh, I heard about that. Oh, I, I settled on the Nathaniel. <laughs> you can go ahead. Okay, yeah, so I'm shot. actually going to read. Um, I want to talk about one particular case that I thought was really interesting. This came out in December 15th of 2017, and is about John Nolan. He was 70 year old um, when he died from horrific burns after being found ablaze near his home in North London in September. 
Detectives have now uh, said that after a few weeks of investigation, they have not found any obvious signs for the fire. So it kind of goes on to say, I found this on the Telegraph um, online, and it's uh, if you want to read about it, it's um, telegraph.co.uk news, and then it kind of just... Uh, Man burned to death, uh, an old pensioner's spontaneously combust uh, bafflement. Um, but anyways, it kind of goes on to say that Nolan described uh, as a nice old gentleman, had no <laughs> accelerants on his body, according to police. The fire service investigation found no source of ignition. His relatives later said that he suffered burns to his internal organs. Ooh. Which is very strange. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. How much was left, like... So there was something. Let me, like let me finish, Kay. Let me. I'm not done. <laughs> okay. So um, they said that Nolan was well liked, a uh, member of the community. No, none one had any kind of um, problems with him, involved in any disputes or anything like that. According to um, accounts given by a witness, suggested that he had been in contact with another person at the time. So there was no time, like no point. He was basically walked outside and burst into flame. He wasn't a smoker uh, or anything like that. So. Um, in, and it does raised. talk about kind of like the history of things where there is called the wicking effect and the wicking yeah. effect basically describes the fact that there's someone that's typically overweight, they drink a lot and then something, something outside of that person starts the combustion. They drop a cigarette on themselves. Exactly. And then the clothing that they're wearing soaks up the fat from their body, which then in causes the, Rayon, their, nylon. yeah, their bodies to combust in that kind of, in that, uh, but in that it, way but then it's not spontaneous it's just human combustion yeah and you yes. wouldn't see a starting point because a cigarette would burn yeah. with the intense heat and your body would be so much melted and whatnot yeah and i 100 agree with you i think there's cases that that can be documented that way and they make sense but in this particular situation with john nolan he was walking down the street wasn't smoking didn't have any other outside source of ignition igniting and he burned into flames but and how do he they died. Know he wasn't would, would the sun be something that could contribute to that? Like maybe he just got overheated. Like, was it a summer day? Uh, it doesn't, it was in September. So I couldn't imagine oh, it being. Okay. Were there any nearby forest fires? I don't know, okay. It was it was it was a boggy like September day in England. Well, so the conditions. My question is what year? It was in 2011. Oh, that was yeah, that's pretty recent. Well, so it's not like it's it's you know, and they couldn't find any reason as to why this has happened. But again, how did they know he wasn't smoking? Was he with his mates and they were saying they were like, "Oh no, John wasn't smoking today." But how does a man just like combust into flames while walking down the street? And there was exactly. like the people, the onlookers, the onlookers said that there was blue flame, which is very strange as well. And I think so. Blue flame means well, it was really, 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 really hot. Ball lightning. <laughs> so <laughs> ball lightning is uh, a very kind of. It hasn't. It's been researched, but it hasn't really been. Um, documented in a way that can be recreated in and so i in my theory and you guys can tell me i'm crazy but i think for the actual documented cases where people have spontaneously combusted and there's no identifying factors as to why this has happened and they're burning from internally uh and the rate of which someone burns that quickly and it's and whatnot i think that could be uh, maybe it's a, a big step from one to the other, but I think you could say that maybe potentially ball lightning has a, a, a chance to interfere with that a little bit into reasons why it's maybe blue flame or why it happens so fast as they're combusting. I, I think we need to describe yeah. what blue blue light. Um, sorry, Nat. Ball lightning. Ball lightning. Yeah, what that is. Okay. Is it like just a ball of fire that came from the ground, like from a meteor or something? Well, I have something from The Missing Science of Ball Lightning that was written by David J. Turner. And it says, ball lightning normally appears during thunder weather as a free-floating globe of glowing gas, usually spherical, and that can enter buildings a variety of ways. It sometimes squeezes through space much smaller than its diameter and occasionally passes through closed windows in which, may, which it may cause no damage. That sounds um, alien to me. <laughs> I know, Jess. 
Uh, it frequently moves horizontally. Just see. It speeds between uh, 0.1 and 10 mi microseconds, I do believe. And it has like a minor, I don't know what that one is. Um, so, so 10 milliseconds a meter or just above the ground. Surprisingly, little heat is usually sensed and um, contact with a ball of lightning may do no damage, but it's not really scientifically proven. Sometimes, however, considerable damage is done to objects um, that are contacted with arcid smells with a blue or um, sorry, a white or bluish mist and bright sparks may escape from the ball. Color, uh, colors and brightness may vary, also do size. So it's uh, it's kind of interesting. And like, I, I would I would urge you all just to research a little bit more about ball lightning yourself. And, um, but it's it's a very interesting topic in, in, in and of itself as well. And I, to say that, you know, like I said, it might be a step or a leap saying that these two may be associated, but I think that it's a possibility. I think get on that page too because i was subscribing to the wick effect as well the wick of the wick effect is definitely something that i've heard of but i'm i don't think i can quite make the leap to ball lightning because as far as we know it doesn't carry the same kind of uh charge that traditional lightning carries right so yeah if it were to contact a person i don't i feel like it'd be it'd be almost like a bad static shock as opposed to something that could incinerate you unless you're trying to combine it with the wick effect. Mm, I'm going to capture there. Well, but hold on. Maybe they got a shock walking down the street and that's what ignited them. You can, you can ignite a, like at a gas station if you don't like touch metal yeah. before you start using the nozzle, right? Yeah, exactly. So just, with a shock, you can still start a fire. Yeah, because like you think about like a flint and the knife and stuff when you're exactly. banging to get that spark. The the only the only thing I would I would have against that though, just to like the the devil's advocate side, is that that could only like think about how rare something like ball lightning is. Like it's only even been photographed like a handful of times. So for to ha to have it be have it be the like actual sole explanation for what seven i think that i think that they said that there's like 70 legitimate documented cases that they don't know officially what happened and yeah even over the even over the course of like 500 years that's still freakishly common i wouldn't say 70 over 500 is common Think about how rare ball no, but think about how rare ball lightning is itself. In and things like the wick effect. I guess my issue with the wick effect is a lot of these cases are about extremely overweight people who may have been heavy drinkers and or smokers. Yeah, because it's based also on thinking from like the seventeen hundreds. Yeah, and they also include like stress could be a cause. And if you think about all those, like I think of another group of people who are just sometimes around this, not, I wouldn't say extremely obese, but gaining weight at an exponential rate would be like college university students, drinking a lot, stressed. And it doesn't, there's not a lot of stories yeah. about young people happening. That's true. That is something that I read as well, that it's mostly, it's also mostly women, elder, el like elder, usually elderly over. But they've noticed that there are younger cases. Uh, that actually kind of brings oh, yeah. me to younger the thing cases. that I found that was really, really cool. I so, wonder if it's the same thing as me. Is it an article by Dr. Brian Weiss? No, it's it's about Baby Raoul. No, this is this is this is this is really cool, actually. Okay, go with yours. When I when I when I started to look into this, I wanted to find either potentially a real one, but the skeptic part of me was saying like, "Hey, like there's usually some kind of other explanation." But the article that this guy wrote, I believe it was published in uh, October of 2003. He not only approaches it as a potentially real phenomenon. He actually thinks about physiologically what could cause this. So he goes like all the way down to 
all, like all those action potential levels in the cells. It basically boils down to, uh, hold on, I want to get the name right here, thermo, thermogenic reaction. So what he thinks was causing it is there are these proteins inside cell, inside your cell membrane that help control the flow of protons and electrons. So they think that there's these special, he thinks that there's this special protein that basically inhibited the cell's ability to thermoregulate properly. He first got this idea when thinking about how animals hibernate, because you've got species that was away from like mice all the way up to giant bears that hibernate. And that's a lot that can be either a lot of mass or a little mass that you need to be able to keep warm while they're basically sleeping through the frozen part of the, part of the world. He figured like there has to be something biologically uh, possibly related to metabolism that is helping these creatures stay alive and kind of keep themselves at the right temperature. And he was right. Uh, so he called them uncoupling proteins. And not only did he discover that these were in the, all of these hibernating animals, but he also discovered that there are other variants that are available in human adipose tissue, which is really, really, really cool. Yeah, so, that does sound pretty dope. Right? Like, it's, like, it, and he's, like, I urge you to definitely look for the study because he not only has uh, all of the, like, proper chemical research and proper methodology listed out, he includes, like, how he came to these conclusions. It's really, really, it's really long, but Take it's the also name really of this guy again? Uh, Dr. Brian Weiss. Uh, PhD and MD, uh, persist, uh, assistant professor, Department of uh, General Internal Medicine. How do you spell his last name? Uh, w E I S. W E I S. Uh, and he is at the University of Southwestern Medical. Cool. That actually ties in nicely to my story that Yay! I found. Yeah. Segway. Because this is about a baby, so if it gets this young, and just reading about this kid, it has <gasps> to be something within them. Oh, well, like well, before you do, that actually, I, there's one piece that I, I didn't go into detail, but this will set you up quickly, okay. is that they found that these uncoupling proteins were most common in brown adipose tissue, brown fat tissue. Uh, it's really, really common in animals that hibernate, and it's in humans. Uh, in our, like in adults, found sparsely in our regular fat and our skeletal muscle systems, but it's very common in infants. There we go. <laughs> guess what, baby Raul? <laughs> the first case, he's an Indian child. So I'm just going to read the article. This baby human torch was barely a week old when he first ignited. And in the span of a couple months, he managed to flame. Oh, stupid pop-up. He managed to flame on a total of four times. So his parents, Rajeshwari and Karnan, first admitted Raul to the Kerpalik Medical College and Hospital in Chennai on August 8, 2013. Wait, was he still alive? Okay, hold on. Some doctors initially accepted the parents' claim that the burns were caused by spontaneous human combustion. Most were skeptical. Skeptical. Okay, dude, he this pop-up thing keeps (coughs) happening. It's really annoying. (coughs) Now I've lost my spot. Okay, most were skeptical. However, after tests indicated Raul was completely normal, pretty much all attending physicians became concerned that child abuse might have been the issue at the time. (coughs) So they filed complaints with the police and the Child Welfare Committee requesting investigations into the matter. Um, But Rajeshwari and Karnan stuck with their story and psychiatric counseling revealed them to be normal as well. So no investigations were ever made, though many suspected the mother had a condition called factitious disorder imposed imposed on another. In other words, she was setting her own son on fire 
and then she flatly denied it. That's what they thought was happening. Um, and then the story doesn't end there. Raul had a younger brother, Sanjay, who suffered from the exactly the same mysterious condition. He was born in January ni- on January 9th in 2015, and Sanjay was found with his feet on fire when barely a week old, just like Raul. And Sanjay only caught fire on one occasion, but sadly Sanjay died on the way to the hospital after suffering his... Uh, suffering sounds his, like mom is a psychopath. Yeah, I'm going to have to side with Jordan on this one, and that woman is definitely hurting her children. Yeah, but sadly, uh, yeah, he died on the way to hospital after suffering from a bad case of diarrhea in 2016. Raul, however, had a burn... Burning... Oh, my God. Raul, however, had a burning desire to stay alive. He survived his mysterious condition, and today he still toddles among us. (laughs) (laughs) They ended that so badly. So bad. So I guess all this talk about fat makes me think, so overweight people, lots of fat. What happens when you cook meat? You get grease. Where does the grease come from? The fat. Have you ever seen a grease fire? They do have a hell of a lot more damage than what all of these cases are explaining. So if well, the human no, body... The, the, the reason these do so much damage is because people always end up throwing water on them because they think that's what they're supposed to do. But at that but point, it's all splatters. Yeah. But grief will still splatter while it's on fire. Yeah. But it all... Like, when you when you read... Like, Which the, the oh, point would this... be, he would be... The fire would spread, wouldn't it? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, Even without water being poured onto it. Just to add to what Jordan's saying, though. So there's been documented cases as well when people are overweight and they drink and they burst spontaneously. There has been known to be soot or grease on the wall with a foul smell. Mm-hmm. And there's burn marks of soot on the ceiling. And if there was paint on the ceiling, that has peeled and kind of things like that. So kind of plays into what you're, but you're saying. you're saying onto the ceiling. No, it's I'm a- talking about spreading outward and burning the whole, like, a grease fire will burn a house down. Yeah. Understandable. If you you burn a 300-pound body in an uncontained place, like, not a crematorium, Yes. that fire is still going to burn. So some of the documented cases basically state that they're in a closed room with no airflow, and that's why it's able to stay contained. But then that doesn't really explain John Nolan's case and where he was was an open space. And also, it, um, John Nolan was very skinny. Like yeah. I, I just sent him a picture to uh, to our group chat, and he's he's a skinny dude. Like he's yeah. not overweight he by any means. Like he's old. And so that's yeah. uh, doesn't, see, and so that maybe he was the anomaly what I was about the uh, like the Dr. Weiss's theory because he's he was able to find those uncoupling proteins in not just fat tissue but he found them in skeletal muscle tissue of adult of adults too okay. so if it is actually related to that then it wouldn't matter how it wouldn't matter what your body mass was i still believe it's the wick effect i believe that the melting but, of your fat helps and the fact that you're fully closed no, but it has to, your fat. No, but it had like in but Jordan's completely right. If it was the wick effect, then it would be way there like the environment would be totally torched as well. Yeah, I'm gonna count that as well. I'm not done. So there's in the Leeds case, an experiment was made and it took Tatum's question to look into the wick effect. So they, what they did is they wrapped human fat in cloth and they were to create a fire that burned for an entire hour. Untended. Now there's more. Uh-huh. BBC wrapped a dead pig in a blanket and burned it in a furnished room. The body burned for hours at high temperature and didn't damage the rest of the room. Yeah. Two more cases. A Geneva case. A man's body was burned, a natural uh, corpse. Uh, it was burned between the chest and the knees, and the room was found undamaged. Yeah, so the reason why is because... Like, when you've got an actual grease fire, you've got the fuel splattering everywhere, like you're spreading around gasoline. If it start, if the fire starts from the inside or if you're trying to burn from inside out, your skin does a really good job of keeping that stuff inside. 
your skin is meant to is meant to keep everything outside. So if something's on the other side of that barrier, it's not going to go anywhere. That's yeah, why I don't it still really down. burns. But yeah, it would contain because I mean there would be different degrees of burns from the outside, right? First exactly. degree, second degree, third degree. Like in and in all the cases, like in all like the that are like accepted as like genuine spontaneous human combustion cases. They have those things, and they have certain things in common, like Michelle was saying, where it's just the, like, if there's anything left over, it's, like, just, like, other extremities, like your hands and your feet. It's reduced to, like, to everything else, everything else is ash. There's very little damage, if anything, to surrounding environment. Uh, but they have, and they have noticed that when they're, like, in more modern cases where there's more that the plastic has uh, been subjected to large amounts of heat damage. So you would get that not from wild flames, but from like, say, a smoldering mass in a chair. I'm seeing a blend of theories that go together. Mm -hmm. I think the wick effect happens when this protein thing goes on. And that's so what causes the it, and then it just ends. Well, with the wick it's, an un, it's an uncoupling protein. So basically, what the protein does is it tells it tells the cell to alter how it produces heat. All right, we're back. We went somewhere. Yeah, the, the internet yeah. crapped out and we uh, disappeared for a second. Yeah, it was oh, starting back. to echo pretty bad. So that makes sense. Shaw's okay with me. So, everyone still there? Yeah, yeah, we're still Wait, here. How much, you, how much did you hear and or miss? Uh, I don't know. It's not important at this point. <laughs> no. it, was only, it was only like a minute, if that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they can always come back and just listen to it again. Listen to their wonderful voices. No, I don't have a wonderful voice. I guess. I don't know. I've read a lot of cases and I've, I've looked into a lot of like uh, fire inspector reports and police reports. And a lot of these people, there was like uh, indication that they were smokers, um, you know, they were, and, you know, careless with their cigarettes, they'd fall asleep and they'd burn holes in their floor and their carpet and their couches and stuff like that. that there was an older that, gentleman, yeah. there was an older gentleman who also, uh, when he burned, uh, he used to, uh, he used to like to keep his matches for cigarettes in his breast pockets of his, uh, his house coat. So, and all it takes is one small ember to hit that, hit your pocket. And now your whole shit's ablaze because matches burn real fast. Well, I think I think that you brought up a really good point that there would be an easy, well, like relatively easy way to find out, like if to like A, if the person was a smoker, I think that is a really, really big, I guess, red flag, you could call it, and whether or not mm -hmm. it's an actual case. Uh, and if they found, like if they, and especially if like you saw like cigarette, all over the house with like little burn marks all over the floor. Sure. But I think that when it comes to like the who is the skinny guy? Nolan? Like the yeah, Nolan yeah. guy, especially when he doesn't like have a lot of body fat to begin with, that may be an actual and how, but how I think fast that case, did he burn? I think that case is also a one-off compared to everything else because he was he was slim and he was outside. Every other case I've read they're or obese, uh Le less less than mobile, heavy drinkers, and usually smokers. And I agree with yeah, that. Like he implies that not always. No. I I I just think that there are people out there with superpowers, like the flame. <laughs> I guess I guess I found a quote that really kind of sums up how I feel about this topic. Um, from 19th century scientist Justus von Lieberg, uh, he explained that the opinion that a man can burn of himself is not founded on a knowledge of the circumstances of the death, but on the reverse of knowledge on complete ignorance of all causes or conditions which preceded the accident or, cause, or caused it. Yeah. Basically, we don't have enough information. No, and a lot of the cases are pre-1900. And you know how police... And doctors, you know, acted well, back then. They had no knowledge. Yeah, they for the longest time, doctors wouldn't even. Yeah, they wouldn't even cut open a human body. Yeah, we just started learning about the brain recently. 
Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, what I think should happen is that if you are, in fact, listening to this, you know, research a little bit about John Nolan and maybe even read a little bit about the missing science or the missing science of ball lightning by J David J. Turner. Um, David J. Turner talks about spontaneous human combustion as well as ball lightning and other kind of various things that are, are kind of weird phenomena inside uh, inside that documentation. So, um, but make up your own mind and and see what you think. But uh, ultimately, I think that they may be related in some way. My opinion. Michelle, Michelle will keep her crazy dream. Yep, I will. <laughs> I think they're all related too. Why can't it be everything? I don't know. Maybe it's just aliens with their death rays and they're just like, who cares about that guy? <laughs> who cares about that guy? Dr. Horrible with his death ray? Yeah. Freeze ray. Or maybe Whatever. they're just testing, <laughs> testing these out as a part of the whole. Or Neil Patrick Harris, if you're listening. Freeze ray. Hmm. So there is one case where a man survived, apparently, his spontaneous human convention. Oh, tell us about that. Yes. Uh, Frank Baker. Um, you can look him up. I guess look up Frank Baker. He's going to be pretty easy. He's got purple hearts from Vietnam. So he is on file and everything. Um, but apparently he was out fishing and he like felt flames appear on his body. And it freaked him out and he jumped into the water and they put him out. And then when he went to the doctor, the doctor couldn't figure out why he would just catch a fire. And the doctor specifically said, Frank, this burned from the inside out. Oh, where was, where was the burn? Does it say? Uh, it doesn't. It says it started on his, yeah, on his chest, actually. Oh, that's where they all start. Oh my God, that's creepy. Is there an interview? Uh, yes, he did do a full interview. Do they all have pacemakers and did they blow up? Ooh, good question. Although the son, how old is this guy? I'm not too sure. He's a veteran from the Vietnam War. So was he pretty old? Was he American or Vietnamese? He's American. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'd just like to make a point that if anybody listening has any questions or would like to reach out to us, you can hit us up on our Twitter at Edge Thought. Edge of thought, sorry. Yeah. Edge thought. <laughs> Did you just do that right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Edge thoughts. Yeah, and I think we should share all of our articles on there that we talk about. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll download Twitter right now because I'm not a Twitterer, but I, I will. Yeah, I can't believe that I'm about to say this, but I can't actually remember what I was going to say. Anyway. I thought you were really excited to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll no, add those for uh, those articles that I have. I'll, I'll add them onto Twitter here for you guys, too. Yeah. We'll oh, no, that's not, that's not it. That's what I was going If you are would like to read or look at anything that we talk about, follow us on Twitter. That's the first time for anyone to follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Edge of thought. <laughs> Not T H O T. I'm going to go with my other Twitter account and I'm going to go and follow that right now. Yeah, come come follow me, you guys. Can oh, I log in? No. Could we get like Edge of thought? No. Maybe it's too new. Maybe I'm searching too fast. I'm trying to create. That could be. No results for Edge. Maybe you have to publish the page or something. Maybe. I don't know. It's been years. What's everyone's What's everyone's ending thought? So, Jessica? I'm still thinking that it's either superpowers or alien death rays. Yeah, my funny side says that, but honestly, I do think it's like the combination of all of them, like the wick effect happening when the, their inner spark goes off. Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay. Nathaniel? Mm, I'm a little torn. I think Paul Lightning has a lot to do with it. What? I do, actually. Paul okay, Lightning. then go into that more. Tell us why you angle this way. 
because I feel that it's so infrequent enough and the chances of Jim being uh, so infrequent and interacting with a human is even less. So whenever they do interact with a human, it's just very disastrous. Mm. And a lot of these cases, they're, it's just crazy because they're all usually by themselves. They're alone. No one's around, no cameras, anything like that. It just happens. There was one case where the TV wouldn't turn on anymore, which is just kind of weird, unrelated, but weird that they would put them in the police report. And Kay, what are your thoughts? I I I feel torn, but not in the same way. Like I've always considered, I've always thought about spontaneous human combustion with like a level of whimsy, but like also like a healthy dose of salt. But after finding the article by Dr. Weiss uh, and hearing about some of the cases in this, and the fact that there are things about each case that are consistent mm -hmm. and consistent over a very long period of time are the parts that are making it seem like maybe this is something that legitimately can happen, but it's just like exceedingly rare. Or who knows, maybe it's a lot more common than we think it is, but people attribute it to something else. Like yeah. an accidental, like an accidental death, like what Jordan was talking about. Yeah. But I think it's a definitely an interesting. I, I, don't think it's spontaneous that's for sure there's got to be some sort of ignition and it could even be like lying in bed you get an arc from one of your outlets in your room and that happens you know it's not constructed properly bare wires yeah but isn't that spontaneous be... because it's not frequent? no it's not spontaneous because there's still a combustion element outside of the human body you guys are all talking internal and that's very but i, don't know, I, I think would, that's very but... outdated no, I, I, I well, what oh, I mean ahead. by the spontaneous is just it's a description because it's just such a rare occurrence and it but happens brush fire, so fast. Like fire investigators don't go out and say that there's a substantial uh, structure combustion when there's an unexplained forest fire or brush fire. You know, there's lots of causes for it, but they can't always tell because there's so much decimation of in that situation, right? Like if a lightning strikes somewhere or there's glass and it starts, you know, it, magne it magnifies the sun and starts a fire deep in the bush and it takes you three months to put out that forest fire, the chance of somebody finding the ignition point is slim to nil. Well, yeah, not to mention when you've got nothing left but ash. Exactly. And that's what a lot of these cases are, ash. Like people are, are left with... Stumps are left behind. Yeah, but that again also has to do with how like fire and heat rises. I think CSI did an episode on this too. I don't think we should... I don't think we should compare science, quote, science and CSI. <laughs> we're we're going to be talking about the fringe here. What? Did I ask you on your thoughts as well, Jessica? I yeah. Ask Kayla, Jordan. yeah, and I uh, honestly, I think my, I think there's different variations of a spontaneous human combustion that ex exist in the world. I think there's the explainable ones in regards to the wick effect, but I think then there's the unexplained ones, which are like John Nolan, which I think, I think it's just very strange altogether. Um, but I think that there's some, there's some, I think there is some correlation with ball lightning in regards to spontaneous human combustion. And I don't think that we fully understand it yet, but I do think that exists, that the correlation exists. Every time you say John Nolan, I think of Oak Island. So <laughs> it's about very, John, very... Jacob, Jingleheimer Smith. Okay, good, I'm not good enough, <laughs> I think, I'm, yeah, I have nothing else really to say. Neither do I. All right. I think our uh, first little podcast thing went, I don't know. I think it went pretty good. <laughs> yeah. We filled up an hour pretty nicely. Oh, wow. An hour didn't go by. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what we'll do is we'll continue uh, 
posting things on our Twitter in regards to the things that we have found. Um, and, you know, like, please let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah. Read what yeah. we've read and, and tell us what your thoughts and your theories are. Mm-hmm. Whether you think it's real or not. Supernatural or scientific. Factor sci-fi. All right. Well. Until next time. Toodaloo. Bye. 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 Bye.